welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. My name is Christina Zing and I'm your host. Um, And the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. And if I sound tired, it's because I am tired because I was just going to, so I've recorded this episode already and I was just um, editing it and when I edit, this is going to be a little BTS for you. When I edit, um, I have to unplug my mic and then plug in my headphones to my main computer so I can get the bo- the best sound so I can hear, um, you know, what's going on. And I realized that I had my mic plugged into my work computer and not the computer I was recording on this entire time. So I saw a little red light on my mic like I usually do when I record, but it was not plugged into this computer that I'm recording on. It was plugged into my work computer. And I was like, well, let me just go check and listen to it and just see how it sounds. And it sounded really, really bad. So this episode is super important. And so I want to make sure to do this right. Um, So I am going to re-record this episode right now. Um, What I said in the prior episode is first and foremost, I want to offer a content warning. Um, I am going to be talking about the state of abortion rights and reproductive rights in the United States right now. Um, Just in the United States, because we had last year the overturn of Roe versus Wade, and that was an umbrella law protecting abortions federally. And when that was overturned, a number of laws and bans went into place. A number of blockings of those bans went into place. Um, laws from like the 1800s went into place. So there's been a lot that has been going on since this all went down. I have had a couple of episodes about this particular topic where I went state by state and I reviewed what's going on in every single state in the United States when it comes to abortion bans and when it comes to these laws. Where is abortion legal? Where is it banned? Um, What does that mean when there's a ban? Does it mean up to a certain amount of weeks? You know, is there a risk of it being overturned? Like all of these things. Um, And so today I wanted to do that again with where the state of things are currently, because even on Friday, we had big news coming out of Texas and they're incredibly horrible bans. Um, But I want to offer a content warning, first and foremost, because this subject is very, very heavy. Um, It is traumatic. It is a subject that, um, you know, can talk about sexual violence, um, bodily autonomy being harmed, um, and traumatic birth experiences and traumatic healthcare experiences. Um, and so I just want to offer you space to click away if you need to, to listen to something else if you need to. Um, I totally get it. This is not intended to be, you know, sensational. 
I want this to just be straight down the line. This is what's going on. I'm going to go state by state and explain what I know um, through this research I'm doing. And essentially, the tool that I'm using is via the New York Times. And it's this incredible tool that they have tracking abortion state by state. So when I first recorded this, I went via the states that had abortion um, laws where abortion's legal. And then I went through the wishy-washy areas and then I went to the vans. But I think I'm going to actually do the opposite. I think it's really important to know where abortion is banned, where things are wishy-washy first. Um just to have that information up top. Um, and I will also expand on what's going on in Texas and why the heck it's the worst. Um, I mean, I, I can tell you that it's, his name is Greg Abbott, but, um, I will go through the, the news that came out of Texas, um, and do my best to, also explain like why this matters so much like what which populations are at risk the most like what is going on now that these bans are in place and and now that we're seeing things so um stay with me and and bear with me as we do this together um let's dive into it okay let's start with states where abortion is banned Sorry, that's my chair. Um, Okay. And I want to say some things that are incredibly disturbing, and I apologize in advance, but it's these people who are making these laws and banning abortion that are doing this. Um, Many of these states do not have exceptions for rape or incest, and I want to just warn you. Um, Alabama. Alabama. Abortion is banned in Alabama, no exceptions for rape or incest. When I, and I'm not going to, I'm going to just say no exceptions moving forward or with exceptions because um, I really hate saying those things. Um, okay. Alabama banned, no exceptions. Arkansas banned, no exceptions. Idaho banned with exceptions. And the Idaho Supreme Court ruled there's no constitutional right to abortion. But a judge ruled that doctors cannot be punished for performing an abortion to protect a patient's health. Thanks. Indiana banned. Um, Indiana ruled that the abortion ban did not violate the state's constitution. Um, Abortion providers stopped performing the procedure August 1st. um, And the court has yet to clarify its to certify its decision. A separate challenge to the ban by residents who argue it violates their religious rights is ongoing. Kentucky banned no exceptions. Um, In November, voters rejected a ballot measure that would have amended the state's constitution to say um, it contains no rights to an abortion. Boo, Kentucky. Louisiana banned no exceptions. Mississippi banned with exceptions. Um, uh, Missouri. Um, banned no exceptions. North Dakota banned with exceptions only in the first week, six weeks of pregnancy. A separate ban on most abortions was indefinitely blocked by a judge. Oklahoma banned with no exceptions. South Dakota banned with no exceptions. Tennessee banned with no exceptions. All right, Texas 
banned with no exceptions. Private citizens can also sue abortion providers and those who assist patients in seeking an abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy, which is absolutely insane. And I want to note, I said this in a prior episode, private citizens can sue abortion providers and those who assist in patients seeking an abortion. So not only the providers, but anyone who's assisting someone in seeking an abortion, a person in you know, Kansas, Texas, wherever can sue that provider and that person assisting a patient, um, which is insane. But Texas recently had some major news that came out on Friday, um, late Friday. There's been a temporary, temporary bar. Um, a judge has ordered, issued an ordered I cannot talk. I'm so sorry. A Texas judge has issued an order um, temporarily barring the state from enforcing its ban on abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy in cases where a patient's life or health could be endangered by an emergent medical condition. So what's happened is a number of physicians and patients, um, well, a number of physicians have had no choice in helping people. They have not been able to help pregnant people when they have a major risk to their health, their fertility, and a major risk of death um, because of the fear of liability under Texas's abortion ban. So doctors, when a patient is coming to them with a risk of death, or major health complications cannot help them because of this ban. What's happening is number one, people are dying. Um, I think a lot more people, in my opinion, are dying than we know. Um, Number two, there are people, the majority of those people are women who are being forced to carry pregnancies to term where those fetuses are having birth defects or passing in their uteruses or they're being forced to give birth to fetuses with birth defects and those fetuses are passing away right after birth and so these people are having to sit and hold their children as they die in their arms. Um, And this is not something fantastical or made up or just the worst case scenario. It's the worst case scenario that's becoming common more and more and is affecting low-income communities and women of color, marginalized communities the most. Texas has one of the strictest abortion laws in the country. And apparently, uh, what I've, from what I've been reading, um, this lawsuit was filed by the Center for Reproductive Rights on behalf of two doctors and 13 women who suffered complications in pregnancy. Um, so I would, I would say that is a win, temporarily a win. Um, but Texas is, I recently saw an article saying that Texas is the most dangerous place to live in the United States. 
um, which is really scary and really, really horrible. And I don't wish that on anyone who lives in Texas. Um, I think everyone should have affordable and safe health care. Um, so that is the current update in Texas that I know of. West Virginia, abortion is banned with exceptions. Wisconsin has a really strange um, ban. Abortion is banned because of an 1849 law. Um, I've talked about this on prior episodes of my show. Um, You know, there when Roe was overturned, all of these laws, trigger laws, old laws came back into existence. And people were like, wait a minute, we haven't been thinking about these in forever. What's going on? How do we deal with this? Um, A judge allowed a lawsuit challenging this 1849 law, widely interpreted as a total abortion ban to advance and said that the law did not apply to abortions. The case is likely to come before the the state Supreme Court, which now has a liberal majority. Abortion providers have not been operating in the state as of August 1st. So abortions are still banned in Wisconsin. In Georgia, there's a gestational limit for abortions at six weeks. Um... A lower court judge ruled the ban unconstitutional in November, but Georgia's state Supreme Court reinstated the ban. Cool. Thanks, guys. Well, an appeal to that ruling proceeds. Be safe, people of Georgia. Sending you so much love. Um, Sending all of these people so much love. I just, it's too too much. Nebraska. um, Abortion is banned after 12 weeks of pregnancy. Um... There was a ban signed in May. I know that it had been up for debate um, and they failed to pass a six-week ban, but they did pass a 12-week ban. North Carolina is also 12 weeks. As of July 1st, a a judge temporarily blocked a provision of the law that said providers could could have limited their ability to offer abortion pills to patients in the first weeks of pregnancy, but providers can. Arizona... Abortion is banned after 15 weeks of pregnancy. There is also, um, you know, this enforcement of a separate ban on abortion from 1864. So this is another state has, that has like a weird law from the 1800s. Um, but that is has been blocked. Florida, abortion is banned after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Um, uh, the, the lovely bleh, um, Ron DeSantis signed a new ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. Uh, That measure is not in effect. It's pending review in Florida Supreme Court. The court recognized a right to an abortion um, in Florida's constitution three decades ago, but it's since become more conservative. Interesting. I mean, not interesting, horrible. Utah abortion is banned after 18 weeks. A judge temporarily blocked a law that would have halted most abortions in the state by requiring the procedure to be formed in hospitals. I think that's a really important thing to note. Abortions are not always performed in hospitals. There are centers where people go and they receive care for abortions. They receive abortions. And I think it's really, really important to remember that. (laughs) I feel like I'm sound like an elementary school teacher. Um, A separate ban on most abortions was indefinitely blocked by a judge in 2022 in Utah. In Iowa, A ban has been blocked, which is wonderful. Abortion is legal up to 22 weeks. 
Lawmakers passed the ban in a single day session in July. In June, a deadlock Supreme State Court kept a nearly identical six-week ban from 2018 permanently blocked. So there have been six weeks bans in Iowa that they've been trying to pass and they've been blocked. Montana, um, a ban has been blocked. Abortion is legal through viability. Um, and then I, I did talk about viability. So viability, um, when I first recorded this, viability um, can be tricky, but essentially it means when a fetus is viable outside of the womb, um, you cannot have an abortion if a fetus is viable outside of the womb. But I do think that there are special instances, um, you know, worst case scenario kind of instances. Um, and usually viability is like 24, I think like 23 or 24 weeks. That's currently how it's defined. Um, so the legislature in Montana passed 10 anti-abortion laws in 2023, including a ban on the most commonly used procedure in the second trimester. That restriction and several others have been blocked by a court. Um, the Montana Supreme Court has ruled that its constitution protects the right to an abortion. In Ohio, you can still have an abortion up to 22 weeks. Um, a judge indefinitely blocked the state's ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. South Carolina, same 22 weeks. Um, lawmakers enacted a ban on abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy, but a state judge temporarily blocked that law that happened in May. In January, the state Supreme Court had ruled that a similar ban from 2021 was unconstitutional. Some lawmakers have suggested that the new ban will withstand legal challenges because of changes to the court's makeup. So again, this part is very, very important. If you're listening to this, you might be noticing a pattern. Judges have a lot of power. State judges in particular state supreme courts have a ton of power right now that is where things will happen if we want things to happen and if we want anyone who is pregnant to have access to safe legal abortions we must look at these judges we must look at these state supreme courts obviously the representation in our states, governors, major. I, but these judges are the people who are blocking these bans, enforcing them, letting them fly through. State Supreme Courts are looking at their state's constitutions, making huge decisions. So I just want to say that. In Wyoming, um, abortion, a ban on abortion has been blocked. You can still get an abortion, um, you know, until viability has been determined. A judge in Wyoming temporarily blocked an abortion ban that took effect in effect in March after a group of healthcare providers and abortion funds sued to stop it. In June, the same judge temporarily blocked a separate law that explicitly banned the use of abortion pills. A ban on most abortions that was enacted earlier and triggered by the Dobbs decision remains indefinitely blocked. Okay, let's get into the states where abortion is legal, um, but there are not new protections in place. 
So Alaska, there's no gestational limit for abortion. The state Supreme Court has recognized a right to abortion, um, a reproductive choice, I should say, under its constitution. Woohoo! In Kansas, you might remember um, that last August, I believe, Kansas had a huge vote to um, amend the state's constitution to say it contains um, a right to abortion, no right to abortion. Um, and the Supreme Court ruled that a, that a pregnant woman's right to personal autonomy is protected in its constitutions. And um, Kansans, is that what people, we call them, um, voted to reject a ballot measure that would have amended that um, that ruling. Okay, something that I think is really important to note in some of these states is that state funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions. And the state has enacted restrictions that limit access to the procedure. That is the case in, in Kansas, and we'll hear that in other states as well. Um, New Hampshire, uh, abortion is legal up to 24 weeks. Um, it will likely stay accessible. It's not expressly protected by state law. State funds cannot be used to cover the cost. Um, and the state repealed a pre-Roe ban on abortion in 1997. Virginia, abortion is legal up to viability. It will likely stay accessible. It's not expressly protected in state law and state funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions. Split control of the state legislature may prevent significant changes until after the next election in November. So I think what's really important is to note is when abortion, when reproductive choice is in a state's constitution, it is so much more protected. And so that's why a lot of these states are now putting reproductive choice in their state constitutions. So it's equally like, so it's incredibly protected. In Washington, D.C., there's no gestational limit. Abortion is legal. Local law protects abortion throughout pregnancy. Um, and then this is the first um, place where a shield law is in place. So providers and patients can be shielded from legal action brought by other jurisdictions. Um, so that means if someone is traveling to Washington, D.C. for an abortion from Texas, their state law or Washington, D.C.'s shield law protects the provider and the patient. But I also think it's important to know in Texas um, that that law or, yeah, that law in place that where people can just like sue anyone. So I think that's really important to know as well. Um, okay. In D.C., Congress prohibits the use of taxpayer funds to cost the cover or to cover the cost of most abortions in the city. I think that's really important to note. Okay, let's dive into the states that have new protections. What that means is the majority of these states have either included reproductive choice in their state constitutions, and they've like enshrined these protections in their state constitutions, um, and or they've signed shield laws into effect to protect patients and providers from laws in other states. 
this is happening in California where abortion is legal until viability. Um, they have protected um, abortion in their state constitution and they have a shield law. In Colorado, there's no gestational limit. It's um, legal. The state protects abortion, but it can't. you cannot use state funds to cover most abortions and there's a shield law in place. Connecticut, legal until viability. State law protects it. A law expanding which clinicians can provide abortions took effect in 2022 and there's a shield law. Delaware, um, legal until viability. State law protects abortions. Funds cannot be used. State funds cannot be used to cover the cost. Um, and a shield law is in place. Hawaii, legal until viability. Um, and I think I want to say like viability is kind of it's hard for me to understand as well. I might reach out to a friend to, to better understand that a bit. Um, but there are definite protections in all of these states. Um, state law in Hawaii protects abortion. A new law has expanded access to providers and there's a shield law. Illinois, legal until viability. Um, the Supreme Court has recognized abortion protections in its constitution. Um, state law protects it and there is a shield law. Maine, um, legal until viability. The law protects abortion and the governor issued an executive order to shield those seeking or providing abortion. So there's laws like shield laws and then there's like shield executive orders that governors can can make. Maryland legal until viability. State law protects abortion and recent laws have increased access to providers and insurance coverage. Um, shield law is in place as well. Massachusetts legal until 24 weeks. The Supreme Judicial Court has recognized the right to abortion under its constitution. Um, there's a shield law in, in place regardless of the patient's location. This law is designed to protect those prescribing medication um, for abortion via telemedicine. I think that's super important to note as well. Michigan legal until viability. Um, they enshrined abortion protections in their constitution. Um, there's a shield law. Minnesota, no gestational limit, legal. Um, same state court. Um, it has recognized the right to an abortion under its constitution. Um, and there's a shield law as well. Nevada, legal until 24 weeks. State law protects abortion. State funds cannot be used to cover the cost. There is a shield law. New Jersey, no gestational limit. It's legal. State law protects abortion through pregnancy. Um, and there's an executive order by the governor to shield those seeking or providing abortions in New Jersey. New Mexico, um, abortions are legal, no gestational limit. It will likely stay accessible. Um, it's not expressed through state law. And there's a shield law. New York, legal until viability. State law protects abortion. And there is... And our governor signed several bills to shield patients. So there's um, shield bills as well. Oregon, no gestational limit, legal. Um, Oregon is amazing. State law protects abortion through pregnancy. In 2022, legislature approved a $15 million, uh, $15 million to support those seeking the procedure. In Pennsylvania, legal until 24 weeks. Um, likely to stay that way. It's not expressly protected through state laws. State funds cannot be used to cover the cost of most abortions. Um, and a shield law is in place. Rhode Island is legal until viability. State law protects abortion. Funds cannot be used by the state to cover the cost. 
there is a shield law in place. Um, in Vermont, there's no gestational limit. Um, there, they in Vermont, voters enshrined abortion protections into the state constitution. Um, there are two shield laws in Vermont. One for those seeking or providing abortions in Vermont from um, laws in other states, and um, they include protections for those using medication abortion. Washington, legal until viability. Um, the state law protects abortion and has uh, expanded access to providers, and there's a shield law. Okay, we got through them all. So the that is the current state of abortions in the United States. Um, and I, I don't want to say abortions, reproductive rights. Holy moly, I'm tired. Sorry, guys. This is the second recording. Um, okay. I, I want to say, um, I want to just chat a little bit about like, who is this affecting the most? <laughs> um, and I mentioned this before, but marginalized groups are facing disproportionate burdens um, and challenges when attempting to access abortion. These communities are were already facing these challenges. Um, there are study after study showing that marginalized communities are already having a harder time having access to care, going to access care um, regularly, and accessing reproductive health services. Um, you know, some of those factors can be people are uninsured, underinsured, they have lower employment, they're living far away from a health center. Um, and so I think something that's also important about, you know, these state and federal funds that are prohibited from being used to pay for abortion care, um, they that disproportionately affects low income people and further restricts access to abortion. So because of that restriction, because funds cannot be used federally um, or via the state, millions of women who are enrolled in Medicaid do not receive coverage for their abortions, and many are forced to continue their pregnancies. I think that's really, really important to know. Um, you know, we, I have mentioned this on the show before, there is a major Black maternal health crisis in this country. Women of color will be disproportionately affected by this and when we talk about women dying, when we talk about major health risks, fertility risks, the majority of people we're talking about are women of color who are facing these risks. Women of color experience higher risk of health complications and pregnancy-related morbidity complications and, and death. And this is something that's like heightened to the max in states where abortion is criminalized. So I think it's really, really important to know who these laws affect the most. Um, and I also think it's important just to say children are affected by these laws. And we have seen a number of these states that have no exceptions for rape or incest. And I think those go hand in hand. Um, I think they're one and the same. Um, and we have seen no exceptions in these states and we have already seen and heard stories of children not being able to receive abortions and it's just inhumane and disgusting and um 
what I know that we can all do is continue to use our voices, continue to talk about this, continue to speak up, continue to elect people who represent, you know, our our needs. And because it's not just like a belief, it's a need. And I think what's so important to know and and what we do know is people are going to get abortions no matter what. Um, they can either be completely unsafe and harmful or they can be safe and affordable and not harmful. <laughs> um, you can use your voice to speak up about these issues, share on your social media. You can, you can, yeah, I think sharing on your social media is major. Um, you can talk to your family about these things. You can read, I will link the, the three, um, the three things I used and referenced during this episode in the show notes. So you can feel free to, to read them. Um, you can, Find organizations that are helping people cross state lines to access reproductive care um, and follow pages that are actively updating all of us on what's going on. Um, But the biggest thing that you can do is vote if you live in one of these states where your rights are at risk or they've already been demolished. Vote for people who are going to support your rights, who are going to champion your access to health care um, and women and pregnant people, you deserve health care. You deserve um, care that will just where you don't have to worry about if you're going to die or not. Um, and electing judges that will represent us, um, governors, Supreme Court members voting and using our voices is the strongest thing we can all do. Um, yeah, I'm going to end this episode here. I know it's heavy and I know it's so important. So if you want me to talk more about this topic, I'm more than happy to. Um, if you don't agree with anything I said in this episode, too bad. I do not care. Um, (laughs) I truly do not. Um, but I hope that this was informative. I hope that this was helpful and um, I hope you can stay safe wherever you are. And if you do not feel safe, I hope you know you can always, I, I mean, I, this is random, but I am happy to listen and try and connect you with any resources that I can. Um, sending you love and um, please never forget in this episode and all episodes and every day of your life, your voice matters and your story matters. And I will um, see you on Friday for a solo episode that I'm sure will be truly unhinged because they usually are. And me just ranting about anything and everything. Um, Okay. Sending you so much love wherever you are. And um, yeah. Bye. Ooh, okay. I just stopped recording um, the podcast, but some breaking news came came out of Ohio when I got online before editing. Um, Ohio had a an uh, election, and there was a massive turnout, and it looks like um, voters just turned down a GOP led effort to make 
um, to make it more difficult to amend the state's constitution, which is so important because remember I was talking about how all of these states have amended their constitution to codify abortion rights. 62% of Ohioans voted against issue one is what it called. Um, the measure would have raised the threshold to pass a constitution, constitutional amendment from a simple majority to 60%. Um, oh, wow. This is incredible. So that means that there is, um, there is a chance that Ohioans can codify abortion rights in their state's constitution. Um, this is wonderful. Um, the measure would have raised... Oh, I already, I already read that. <laughs> um, and it would also make it more complicated to get citizen-initiated ballot measures before voters in the first place. Interesting. Okay. Um, this is amazing. Go Ohio. Okay. Now the episode's over. Bye. <laughs>I am so grateful that you've listened to this episode of the Amplify Her podcast. If you're listening to this and you don't follow the show, one thing that would help the show tremendously is if you open that Apple app, if you're listening to it on Apple, click on the title of the show and on the top right hand corner, click that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Not only does it help me to grow this show, but it helps you to be in the loop when episodes drop every Wednesday and every Friday. If you're listening to this show on Spotify, click on the show title of this episode to take you to the full listing of them and click follow. That way you won't miss a new episode as it comes out. For more information about the Amplify Her podcast, Amplify Her media, and the Amplify Her networking group, head to www.amplifyhermedia.com.